Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating a podcast today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify and when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I love engaging with my audience with the Q&A and the polls. And I also love the fact that I can upload my video podcast on Spotify because I know my audience love watching it sometimes when they're traveling on their commute. I highly recommend you give it a try and you can download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com forward slash podcasters to get started. Hey everyone and welcome back to another episode of Millennial Minutes. Today I'm not really doing a podcast because I'm kind of doing a Q&A. I mean, I am doing a Q&A and Leo is um, very kindly not listening to me and coming in the video. But I thought I would do a Q&A because I did a poll yesterday on whether I should do a solo podcast or I should do a Q&A and you vote for a Q&A. So here we are. So I have loads of your messages, honestly, tons of your questions. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to go through all of them, but let's see what we can do in the little time limit that I have. Right, let's start with a juicy one. Qualities in choosing a partner. So what qualities did you look for when I was choosing a partner? Firstly, firstly, firstly... I would say that you can't really choose particular qualities that you want in somebody because you're never going to find the perfect person. When I was younger, I definitely had a list of loads of things that I wanted. But as I've gotten older, I've realized that certain things are 100% must have for me. And the number one thing is they have to be driven. Like they just have to be driven. Like it doesn't matter to me really what they do exactly, but it's just, do you have drive? Do you have motivation? Do you have ambition? Do you have a purpose in what you're doing as well? So I would say for me, definitely that. That was like the number one thing I realized in the last few people that I dated prior to my boyfriend now was having drive was really important to me and having someone that was really ambitious and wanted to succeed on their own was really necessary for me. And being with someone who is like that has helped me so much. Like it's just helped me in so many different ways because our lifestyles are very compatible. We both like to wake up early. We both like to sleep early. We both don't love partying. We both don't love going out. I mean, I know I'm selling us as like the most boring people on the planet, but I think your characteristics have to really align. Actually, no, sorry. I think your habits have to align in order for you to make it work. Because I have been with people who don't live the same lifestyle as me and it's never worked because we just lived in completely different time zones, if I'm completely honest. But I think that for me, those are the things that I would say, like you have to be compatible and they have to align with you. Like they have to really be able to fit into your lifestyle as well. So like what I mean by that is it helps when you are aligned on certain things. So like we both love to eat really nice food or like healthy food or sometimes not healthy food. Like we have a balance, do you know what I mean? Or we both like to wake up early. We both love to go to the gym. Like we have a lot of things that are very similar. We're very different in so many ways, but I would say that our habits are really similar. And so for me, it's really important to find someone who is going to align with me, who's going to be able to work with me and be able to understand that I also need my own independence. They need their own independence. And yeah, it's different for everyone. Okay, next question. 
one-sided friendship and how do you deal with it? Um, I'm a bit brutal on these things, if I'm completely honest. If I don't feel that the other person is interested in being my friend, then bye. Like, it doesn't really matter to me. Obviously, this is obviously a bit insensitive, what I'm saying, and I completely appreciate that because the person who's probably asked this is struggling in this situation. So let me think. I think if someone that I really loved... I didn't feel they were giving me a lot of effort back or they weren't making a lot of time for me. I would have the conversation. I talk about confrontation all the times. If you confront a problem, you can solve a problem. Like that's how I look at it. So if you're feeling that someone is being one-sided, I would talk to them about it. I would communicate why you think that. And I would also think from their perspective, why they're being one-sided. So why are they pulling back from you? Why are they not spending as much time with you? Is there something that you've done wrong? And maybe go into that conversation with, I may have upset you because of this. Is this why you're being cold with me? I'm not sure, but that would be my advice. Women ask for equality, but then women put other women down. Why are we not as supportive? These questions are so deep. Like, they're a bit crazy today. Normally, they're all about my hair or something. All right. So, for this one, I've done a video on why I think we should be supportive, even if people aren't supportive to us. Um, And what I mean by that is... I know it's difficult when you feel like someone is constantly asking for something from you. I definitely feel since my platform has has grown, loads of people have been like, can you support me? Can you support me? Can you support me? And I'm like, do you even listen to my podcast? Like, is the target market really the people that you want to target? Or are you just like jumping on the bandwagon because I have a lot of followers and you think that's a good thing? I don't know. And I get it. I, I do understand it. I would say though, I believe in karma. Like I really just do what goes around comes around. And if you then stoop to that level of being unsupportive, then it's just going to come back to you. I would continue supporting people all the time. Like I think it's really important to support. However, you have to remember for some people supporting something. Let me reword this. If someone supports me because they share my podcast all the time, but let's say they've, because they really love it and it really resonates with them. But let's say they've started, I don't know, a cleaning company and I'm not really passionate about cleaning it's not that I'm not being supportive of them I will tell them that they're doing really great but I'm not really going to start promoting cleaning products and saying I love cleaning because that's not that's not aligned to me I would be lying to all of you if I said oh I love cleaning these are the best cleaning products in the world I use them every day but I don't clean because I hate cleaning do you see what I mean so it's difficult on this one with the support thing because really think are they not supporting you or are they just not really interested in what you're doing in the least harsh way possible if that makes sense I don't know if it does but you know what I mean my whole message around this whole thing is you should keep supporting people because at the end of the day if you believe people aren't supporting you and then you're not supportive to them then it's just going to come 360 on you because what you're going to do not support anyone and then no one's going to support you and nothing is ever going to change I believe that we should just always support other women if you really believe in their stuff as well, I don't think you should just blindly support people and just say, oh, I love this, I love this, I love this, especially me when I have a platform where people are listening to some of the things and products that I'm talking about. If I was just blindly supporting everyone, it wouldn't really be fair to my audience. So I think it's a bit of a tricky one, this one, if I'm completely honest. Mental health in the Asian community, because it's still considered a taboo. I don't really know what the question is in that, but I would say that it is for a lot of people still considered a taboo. I was talking to someone the other day and they said that they wouldn't tell their parents that they're going to therapy. They wouldn't tell any of their friends that they're going to therapy because they think it's a bit weird as a guy that they're going to therapy. Now, I think, obviously, I'm very different. I believe that we should all talk about our feelings. I believe we should air everything out. I think that having being aware of how you're feeling on certain days and going to therapy and sorting your problems out is a really, really positive thing. But I understand that for a lot of people they're not in that position to to say that because they're not in an environment in which other people will respect them for that. They'll almost put them down for it. 
So I'm not really sure what the question is in that, but obviously my take, as you all know, mental health runs through the podcast. It is centered, my podcast is really centered around mental health. So for me, it's always important to keep bringing up issues. It's always important to keep raising awareness. And it's really important for me that people talk about it. Like, I think that's what I really want to do is encourage more and more people to talk about how they're feeling. So we avoid people really suffering from mental health. People who buy fake followers, likes and views, how do you live a lie? This is a good one. This is actually a really good question. But I mean, is it? Because I think it's a really simple answer. Do not buy your followers, your likes and your views. I don't even know you could buy views. I know you can buy likes and followers. But just why are you doing it? Like for what reason? You're lying to yourself. Like it really doesn't make any sense. You're not going to get anywhere from that because every single brand will be able to see your engagement. You do know on Instagram, people run your Instagram through this algorithm and it will tell you how many bots you have. So if you buy fake followers or likes or views, people will pick it up straight away and you won't be able to go to certain events. You won't be able to collab with most brands because most brands have this technology now where they can just suss it out because I think loads of people were buying their followers and stuff. And I just think it's so stupid. Like, why? It just doesn't make any sense to me. Just don't do it. That's my opinion on that. I don't want to answer that question. Mm, I don't I don't want to answer that one. It's a bit tricky. No. At what point did the that's it, I need to make a change hit you? Uh, I presume this is to do with my job. I would say there wasn't like one defining moment where I was like, right, that's it. I've made the decision because I've been thinking about it. I had been thinking about it for a really long time and I was debating it for ages because I was like, is it right? Should I do it? Should I not? I definitely do think though one moment which was quite alarming to me was when one of the editors that I was working with, so I'd worked with him for about three weeks now and he said, I can't work with you anymore. And I was like, why? And he was like, the pace is too quick. Because I was basically, for people who haven't watched my other videos, you've probably heard the story before, but I was basically recording a podcast on a Tuesday, sending him the files, which take eight, nine hours to send because they're so big. So he would get them on Wednesday. On Wednesday, he would have to then send the file to me, edit the whole file, then send it to me for review. Then I would have to send it to him back for review. I'd have to mark where the trailers, where the reels, where the TikToks, where the short clips, where the LinkedIn clips would go. I would then go back to him. Anyways, back and loads back and forth. And he was just like, it's too tight. Like I released the, the trailer on a Sunday, I released the reel on a Tuesday, I released another reel on a Thursday, I released on LinkedIn on a Monday. Well, that was inconsistent because that was all a nightmare, but it was basically just too quick. And I get it, it is, it is very quick, it is very fast paced. And at that point when he said, I can't do it anymore, I was like, well, how on earth am I gonna do it? Like, I don't know how I was doing it before. I actually don't, when I think about now, how I was, well, how I had my job and I was doing it, I don't really know how I coped, but I think I was doing a lot less. Like I definitely was doing less. Like I'm definitely doing more now, but I still don't know how I did it because I was doing all the editing. I was doing all of the social media and, and it was very, very, very draining. But I think I was already feeling so burnt out at that time. And then when he said he can't, couldn't do it for me anymore, I was like, something needs to change. Like, I don't know what I'm gonna do. And if I quit my job, maybe I'll have more time to edit and then maybe I'll have more time to do other things. Don't know where my time is going, if I'm completely honest. But I think this leads into like a good next question, which is life after the corporate world, lessons post leaving, was it worth it? Right, I will say one thing. I definitely thought it was gonna be so much easier than I imagined and it's bizarre. I was doing this for two years. Like what on earth was I expecting? I thought I'd have way more time. I thought I'd be able to do way more things. I just thought I would have a lot more control over my life. And actually, I don't know if it's been the last month because there's been about 3 billion Diwali events I've, got, I've gone to. And going to these events is really fun because I get to meet loads of people, but it is also kind of like work because you're networking the whole time. And I try not to stay too late because like I don't drink at any of them because for me, it's I, I have to get home because the next day I have to wake up early and there's just so much to do. 
But going to the events, getting ready, if you know me, I hate getting ready. I find it such a chore. I like honestly hate doing it. So for me, I just found like the whole process of getting ready, doing my hair, going to the event, coming home really tiring. And I don't know if that's impacted like where my time has gone. Cause this month I've just felt like, where has my time gone? Like, what have I been doing? Now I will say that I think I'm getting into the rhythm of it. Like it is difficult. I've always managed my own schedule because I've always been very rigid with timeframes, but because there's just so many things that unexpectedly I have to do sometimes, I feel like I'm not really in control. And I think it is definitely an adjustment period. And I would say that anyone who's going from a corporate job to kind of self-employed, there are so many things that I didn't think about. Like there's just so many different things. And there's so much adjustment in terms of, I would say that every high, like every win I got before when I had my corporate role was like an extra win. It was like a delighter, you know, like the Kano model, like the delighters. I definitely thought it was like amazing, everything I got. Now, at the moment, anything I'm getting that's a win is like a survival. Like, oh, thank God that happened, big relief. I have something coming in this month. Every hit, like everything that goes wrong now is like, like I, I'm literally like, oh my God, I cannot believe I've lost this. Or I cannot believe this has happened. Or I cannot believe I didn't get that. Because now it's like a survival mode. Whilst when I had my job, if I didn't get something, I was like, a bit sad, but never mind. It doesn't really matter. What I will also say is like one day something amazing will happen and the next day something rubbish will happen. So it's like such a weird emotion. Like one day I'm happy, the next day I'm not. And I kind of feel at the moment I need to find a way to regulate that. Because sometimes now when I'm happy, I'm like, well, it's not going to last long. And when I'm sad, I'm like, oh, this is so hard. You know, I'm kind of, I'm kind of in that phase where I'm like, I need to learn how to adjust my mood. I don't know. But I will say I don't regret it. I love, love, love doing this. And I really wish I did it sooner. I'm really regretting not doing it sooner, if I'm honest. And I will say that so many unexpected opportunities come to me. So many random things have come to me since I quit my job. And I really believe that was the power in letting go. And that also feeds into my next question that someone asked me, which was, let me find it. It was around vision boards. Where is it? Why can't I see it? Um, oh yeah, biggest lessons from 2022 and the vision board for 2023. My biggest lesson would be just go for it. Why were you faffing around for so long? And why did you take so long to make this decision? Like, I don't know why I did take so long to make the decision now. I really wish I'd made it earlier. If I think back to January and I think of all the amazing things that happened, I wish I just said to myself, like, just believe in yourself, like everything will be okay and you can just go for it and you don't have to be scared. I really let fear drive me and I really let my ego drive me as well. Like, oh, how am I going to earn money? How am I going to earn loads? I don't need loads of money. Like, I just, I think I just put so much pressure on myself and I forgot that I'm very privileged to be in a position where I li I'm living at home. And so like, I should have just taken that risk a lot earlier because hopefully soon I don't want to be living at home. Anyway, my vision board for 2023 I'm not going to share my vision board for 2023 because I just feel like those are the things I want to keep private. But I will tell you one thing. I did create a vision board last year and out of the like 15 things on there, I would genuinely say like 10 things of them have come true. Like it's wild. It's absolutely mental. I don't, I don't even know how that has happened. But I, I was looking at it the other day because one of the big things that I manifested came true for me and I can't reveal it yet, but I will reveal it soon because it is happening in 2023. So yeah, is that soon? Yeah, a bit soon. But it happened and I couldn't, I could not believe the email when I saw it with my eyes. I was like, there is no physical way this is happening to me. But I looked back at that vision board and so many of those things are coming true. And it's just, it's just crazy. I really believe vision boards work and there's loads of videos on YouTube, how to make a vision board. I'm not going to bore you with that detail today. 
Okay, my biggest pet peeve. I have loads of pet peeves, if I'm honest. I'm I'm quite I get agitated quite easily. I know you all think I'm really calm and nice. I'm really not that nice and I'm really not that calm. I would say loads of things annoy me. So one is sometimes if people are eating with their mouth open, drives me absolutely mental. Like, you know, you get those ASMR videos on TikTok when people are like, hate it. Hate is so annoying. The other thing is I like to do everything like a sociopath. So like, I'm like running from here to here, sprinting from here to here. Like that is just my life. So I think people who do things at a normal pace sometimes, and I'm not saying people in general, I'm saying like, for example, I'll just give you an example. When I pick up my brother from the station, he will like walk to the car. Like when I pick him up from the station and I'm like parked on double yellow, I'll like sprint to the car. And so like when he walks to the car, I'm like, do we just have all day here? Do you know what I mean? I know that's really annoying, but most of you are going to hate me for saying that, but I'm just, I'm just joking. I'm just being honest and also joking and also telling the truth. Um, will I be coming out with a new performance plan in the new year? Are you not part of my self community? Do you not know the answer to that? If you're not part of my self community, join now. The link is in my bio. What food can't I resist? Right. I love pasta and I love, 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 love chips. Like any form of potato, jack potato, curly fries, skinny fries, thick cut fries, wedges, all types of potato, my favorite thing in the whole world. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Okay, best self-help book. I wish I'd bought the books here now, actually, but Insecure Girls Handbook for any girl, amazing. We all have our own securities. One of the best books I've read. Manifest by Roxy, did a podcast with her. Also an incredible book. I actually reread it last week because I just felt low and it just honestly made me feel so, so positive. She has amazing affirmations in there as well. And then How to Be Your Own Therapist. I'm reading that now. Also did a podcast with Owen. Amazing book. So many tools and exercises in there that you can do. And I really, really, really feel it's helping me. So definitely those three. How to remain consistent, especially when the results aren't immediate. The results aren't immediate for anything. Anything in life, really. If you want to do something that's extraordinary, like let's say you want to go to the gym and you want to get a six pack, you're not going to get the results immediately. If you want to get better skin and you're not using any good skincare, you're not going to get results immediately. It just doesn't happen. So I think you have to always think about your purpose, always think about your why, always think about your goal. What is the bigger picture here? What are those small steps you need to do? And it's really, really, really important to break down your goals. So in terms of this answer, in terms of like, how do you stay consistent? Because those results aren't immediate. You need to have small milestones so that some of the results are immediate. So let's say I'm saying I want to lose 10 kilograms. Well, I need to put small milestones in place. Okay, at the end of week one, I want to lose this. At the end of week two, I want to lose this. At the end of week three, I want to lose this. Those results you will see, they are immediate. That bigger goal though is never going to be immediate straight away. So it's really important to break down your goals with the performance planner. Buy a performance planner, guys. Get your, I mean, actually, do you know what? I'm going to give you 20% off. Use planner 20 and I'll give you 20% off. I'll activate the code off this video. But in the performance planner, you have a section for your monthly goals. And then you have an act like a, another section where you break down all those goals. So you can tick them off every single day. Like, okay, I've done this, I've done this. And there you go, you get your immediate results. Oh, that was quite a good one, actually. Right, public speaking and how to be confident. I've done a video on how to increase your confidence and how I'm more confident. But I will say like one of the best things I've ever been told is just try, just try. You know, I wasn't born with 
good public speaking skills. I still need to improve. And the only way I'm ever going to improve is if I keep trying, I keep growing, I keep watching videos, I keep practicing. I said this in that video around confidence. If you're trying to build your confidence, put a camera in front of you and start speaking about a topic you want to talk about. Do not release the video. No one has to see it. No one has to know. But you're increasing your confidence every single time because the fifth, sixth, seventh time you do that video, you're going to know off by heart. You're going to be super confident when you're saying it. And I think it's so important to just never be harsh on yourself in the beginning because in in the beginning, you're never going to be the best. No one is ever the best in the beginning. It takes years of practice, takes years of hard work. And even then you can still stumble. I've stumbled a million times on this video. I've just edited it out so none of you know. Where do I get my hair done and how do I style it? So I met Tarek at a shoot and I love the way he blow dried my hair. And ever since then, I've just gone to him. So he owns Taj Hair Studio in Kilburn and he's just amazing. You have to go and see him. Lovely man. How do I style it? Right. I'm a bit of a weirdo, okay? Because I definitely don't like putting heat on my hair. If you know me, I just really don't like doing it. I'm just scared that all my hair is going to fall out because when I was younger, I actually had really thin hair. I make sure no matter what, under any circumstance, I will put oil in my hair every every single week. Like no matter what, it will always be in my hair. Even if it's for five minutes or an hour, most times I leave it in for like a night or two nights. But I put it in every single week and it's the Fable and Main Holy Roots Oil. I put that one on my ends and I put the Amla oil on my scalp. If I have time, I use the mask because that one you have to leave in for about five minutes, but I like to leave it in for 15 minutes. So that one is also, that mask is also incredible. I use heatless curlers on my hair because I hate applying heat. So I don't know if you've seen my video, I'll probably do another one too, where you put this like ribbon here and you wrap your hair around. I put it in my hair when it's damp and then I sleep on it and in the morning I have amazing curls and they last me for the day and there's no heat, absolutely none. So it's perfect for me. A lot of the time it's amazing because I just put them in, I put a hood over my head because it's raining all the time now and I obviously have no shame. I go to my podcast, my hair looks perfect. It's just done, no heat, like nothing. So I really, really make sure that I try and use, stay away from heat. But if I was to use it, the Dyson is really good, really gives me a good blowout, but my hair just doesn't really last in it. Don't know if it's, I don't know how to use it yet. Or I use straighteners on my hair to curl because my hair is like naturally dead, dead, dead straight. So when you see my hair straight, it's just my natural hair because I don't really like my hair straight though. I don't know, we always want what we can't have, don't we? Can I set you up with someone? I've said a million times that I'm not single and people always like put that on. Like the other day I did a and a and someone said, do you have a boyfriend? I uploaded a picture and then someone was like, can I sit you with my other friend? Or like, are you single? I was like, huh? I'm confused. All right, last question now. What's the best piece of advice when you received when you were single and what would you tell young women? All right, my best piece of advice, and I did get told this when I was single, is wait be patient. There are a million people out there in the world and you have the opportunity to meet anyone at any single point. And you know what? My parents have always been really, really supportive with me because I have dated people in the past and I haven't liked them. And when I always tell them, oh, I don't know if I want to be with them and I don't know if I'm going to find anyone else. They've always said to me like, don't ever question yourself. Like you will find someone. Like you don't need to worry about them. Don't stay in something because you have to. And my dad, I remember when I was in a long-term relationship and I was like, yeah, but what if I don't find anyone else? Like this person is perfect on paper. And my dad was like, would you stay in a job thinking you're never going to get another job? And I was like, well, no, there's millions of jobs out there in the world. And he was like, there's millions of men out there in the world. And I was like, that is actually really, really bloody good advice, isn't it? And I think that a lot of us are so rushed to get married. A lot of us are so rushed to be in a relationship because we think that makes us accepted in society. I am 29 and I'm in a relationship and I'm not married. And loads of people think like, oh, what's wrong? Is there something going on? Like, why aren't you getting married? And I'm like, 
sorry, wh- why is there this obsession with marriage? I just like don't get it. I definitely do want to get married as well. Sorry, I know I talk about marriage all the time and say all these negative things. I'm anti-rush. Like I'm anti-pushing yourself to marry someone because you feel you have to by a certain age. I really just don't think you do. I think when it's right for you, when you have the time, do you know how long weddings take to plan? Do you know how much money they cost? When you have the time, when you have the money, when you have the brain capacity to decide what what table people are going to sit on, then you can have a wedding. At the moment, I absolutely don't. And when I do, not sure if I'll do that because I really just can't be bothered for a big wedding. But anyway, we'll come to that on another topic. But what I'm saying is... That is the end of the episode or podcast or Q&A or whatever that was. I don't actually know. It was a Q&A. I do know what it was. If you've reached the end of this video, please give it a big like or comment below on any other questions you want me to answer. I'll be doing another Q&A soon. I actually really enjoyed this. It was quite fun. So let me know if there's anything else you want me to cover and I will see you guys soon.